This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello, good morning, welcome. Why on earth is my hat absolutely ruined? There we go. That's looks <laughs> like a massive dent in my head. Good morning, guys. I hope you're doing well. I hope you're happy and enjoying the international break as it continues to, I was going to say, bore us. There's some exciting stuff. Seeing Gavi play for the Spanish side yesterday evening uh, was, was quite entertaining and enjoyable considering he's now played more minutes, I think, um, in one game for the Spanish national side than he has done for both Barcelona and Barcelona B, which is quite incredible. But it's, uh, yeah, some interesting stuff going down over the, the uh, international break. And, of course, England kicking off soon. Uh, their first match in which we could see Ramsdale and Saka. Well, probably not Saka because he's still recovering from that injury that he suffered uh, against against Brighton. It's not, it's not a bad injury. He's still going to be expected to play during the break, but he's not fully involved yet. So... He will probably not be involved uh, massively, if anything, uh, this week at the moment. But uh, there is still good news for him. But good morning, everybody in the chat. Let's give you guys some shout-outs. We've got Colin, Mike, Henrik, MFB, some usuals, FMP, uh, Josh, GGTV for you, Daz, uh, Tom, Rakim. Uh, not seen you in the chat before, mate. Maybe you have been. Maybe you've been quite silent, but welcome. EKK, Olu. Uh, Milan uh, joining us, running with Skizza uh, has also joined us, Dan uh, Williams, uh, JDB uh, also, Guna72, so many more of you as well, throw up some more mornings on the screen as uh, we go through uh, and uh, we'll kick off as always by telling you to like the video and subscribe to the channel and subscribe to the Arsenal way um, because there's a quite a big show coming out on the Arsenal way a little bit later on today. I had the absolute pleasure of sitting down with four-time Olympic gold medalist Mo Farah uh, to have a chat about his Arsenal fandom. Uh, and that'll be up on the Arsenal way around 4pm. I am well informed um, that that'll be going up there. So make sure you click the link in the description to the Arsenal way. Subscribe, turn those notifications on so you make sure you get that content. It was a really good chat with Mo um, and why he's an Arsenal fan. We went into some serious stuff as well, like social media abuse and, and how you deal with that as a sportsman and if that changes your view on things and if his career as a sportsman has changed the way in which he views kind of the criticism of players, but also from a fan perspective. 
as well. So make sure you check that out. It's a really good piece of info. And then on this channel, a little bit later on this evening, uh, will be our next next Let's Talk Arsenal fans series in which I'll be having a chat with CBS Sports uh, journalist and former, of course, of Football.London and the Evening Standard, James Benj. I'll be having a sit down with James for 45 minutes to an hour talking like I did with Lee Judges and Kevin Campbell about his uh, kind of liking of Arsenal, his fandom, and also his job and, and how he copes and deals with different stresses of being very much one of the four figures of uh, the Arsenal fan base, specifically to do with transfers. So I'll be sitting down with James a little bit later on today uh, for a really good chat uh, with him as well. So I look forward to bringing you more content on the channel as well. But we kick off today's news with the fact that Arsenal played a behind-closed-doors friendly against QPR, and they won 3-2. The likes of Ben White, Martinelli, Lacazette were very much involved. All of the players, pretty much, that was not on international duty. We're still waiting to get information about the goal scorers from the game. It's not typical that we have to wait this long. If you've seen anything about it, on social media that I seemingly have missed. I couldn't find it, um, but Chris Wheatley also has not yet revealed that information, but did report it. So Arsenal winning a behind-closed-doors friendly uh, against QPR 3-2. Uh, an interesting scoreline for sure, and I'm sure lots of the uh, first-team squad that weren't available because they're with their international sides would have certainly made a big difference. Arsenal's under-23s also played, uh, and interestingly... Jack Wilshere was at the game wearing uh, an England training jacket. Uh, make of that what you will. Uh, spotted in the crowd. Very, very intriguing. Uh, that obviously we've spotted playing against what I believe was Bournemouth. Uh, of course, has his own links to, to Bournemouth. So there you go. It's uh, an interesting one. Certainly one that will raise a few eyebrows. And I'm sure that you'll see a few stories falling out from this. Uh, but... Jack Wilshere could be returned to Arsenal in a training capacity. I hope it's not for a full-time contract. Uh, I've kind of talked about that in a fair amount of detail before, and we've kind of gone through that. But if he's going to be training, absolutely, that's no problem whatsoever. So there you go. Now, one of the bigger pieces of news that dropped in more kind of general uh kind of general terms was the possible or likely now and, and very much close Newcastle United Saudi takeover it is it is for me anyway very much a I'm not concerned about this yet. It's obviously a lot can still happen. Burnley were recently taken over and, and not much has changed there. I know that this takeover is a lot richer. And uh, so for that matter, it's it's for me, I think, um, something that we're going to have to stay very much patient with. Very much patient with because... Uh, did I mean to say Arsenal top? Sorry, guys. Arsenal top for Jack Wilshere. Uh, did I say England? I've got an obsession with England at the moment. Yeah, he's wearing an, he's wearing an Arsenal top. Don't know why I said England. I was confused by the other badge in the background. So there you go. Arsenal. Arsenal top. Very much so. <laughs> Don't know why I said England. It's early in the morning. We do these shows way too early. Um, but yeah, uh, the, the Saudi Arabian possible takeover of Newcastle um, is something that I will certainly wait to, to give an opinion on until I can see any kind of impact and difference in the spending and stuff like that. I'm not going to lose my head about Newcastle becoming the next Manchester City or anything like that because we still have to wait. Um, teams can have huge takeovers. Teams can have massive investors come into the team. It doesn't 
always necessarily leads to guaranteed success. Will they be better? You'd think so with the amount of players and the money that they could be able to spend. How much they end up spending, we will wait and see. But it's certainly a club that I... I like Newcastle. Um, I, I hate the fact that the way they've been treated by Mike Ashley, but we always have kind of these moral discussions uh, about kind of the, the, the human rights associations with, with certain takeovers and stuff like that, which obviously would change my view of the club if they were owned by, some, by anyone associated with human rights atrocities. I need to do more research into that um, and to find out what's going on behind the scenes there to have formulate any kind of true opinion on that side of things. But it's... Always going to concern Arsenal fans uh, when you see another club being taken over by a very rich uh, owner, but certainly one that we will wait to see uh, how it transpires and how it changes the landscape of the Premier League in the future. Now, uh, Serge Aurier, uh, obviously, I'm very very upset about this. Um, Serge Aurier said that he wouldn't have chosen Arsenal. And uh, it really got to me. This did. <laughs> of course, it didn't get to me. <laughs> we didn't want him. <laughs> we didn't want Serge Aurier. Why would we want Serge Aurier? I mean, the guy's an Arsenal fan. <laughs> First and foremost, he's an Arsenal fan. So anything that he said, it's just amusing at this stage. Um, and <laughs> I, we don't want you, fella. It's as simple as that. We never wanted you. Uh, we never considered buying you or taking you because we've got a guy called Tommy Asu who's a lot better, quite frankly. So we never, <laughs> we ne- the enemy, yes. The enemy, as we were described, unbelievable scenes. Um, but uh, ridiculous how we would even consider uh, bringing in Sergio. It's barely even news. I just kind of wanted to laugh, to be honest. I need to be cheered up for that second. Um, Kelechi tweeted a very interesting video uh, with uh, Wilfred Ndidi. Now, a conversation uh, was on this video uh, in which Wilfred Ndidi uh, was questioned about coming to Arsenal. He said that you've already got Partey and they said, and basically was said, we want you and Partey. Uh, <laughs> just like Essien and John Obi Mikel, he says a Chelsea reference, sure. Um, but obviously, the, the Ghanaian and, and Nigerian connection there, uh, <laughs> what a connection that was, and some fantastic, uh, th- something fantastic to think about, at least, uh, and to think about. So, if we ended up getting Wilfred and Didi alongside Thomas Partey, that would certainly lock down uh, the midfields, it's fair to say. So, that was an interesting and amusing video to, to tune in for. And if you haven't watched it, go and have a watch. It's quite funny. So, yeah, it's. I'm not saying it changes anything. It doesn't increase the likelihood of Ndidi coming to Arsenal. It's just a very funny, amusing uh, piece of content to, to tune in for. That's for sure. Uh, and we do finish off uh, the show today by talking a little bit about uh, Takahiro Tomiyasu. Now, the reason why there is a possibility that he may not uh, end up kind of starting for Arsenal as they return off the international break uh, is basically due to fatigue. Now, uh, shout out goes to Louis Chandler at Football.London who reported this and first highlighted this, uh, talking about the fact, I'll read you the, the part of the article where he says, Tomiyasu has been excellent since arriving in the summer, but the Japan international will travel to Saudi Arabia and then to his home nation of Japan for the World Cup qualifiers and not returning until Wednesday, October 15th. Now, we do play Palace on the Monday, so you have... You know, he returns Wednesday, you have Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday to recover. But all of that traveling could, um, as 
Louis suggests lead to uh, the meaning or the, the means of using someone like Cedric or Ainsley Maitland-Niles in the right back position instead, just because of the fatigue associated with that all of that travel. And that's going to come with with signing a Japanese international who's going to travel really all over the world during international breaks. It can be quite tiring to do that. However, what I would say is that Tomiyasu did play against Norwich from the start after one and a half days training after returning once again from an international break. I think he'll be... I think my, my opinion is that he'll still play. I still think he'll be starting. But I understand the theory. I understand the, uh, the thought process that would go into suggesting that maybe he would be rested, given more time to recover. But considering that we've seen this this idea that he could be traveling hundreds, well, not hundreds of thousands, but thousands of miles around the world, it, it could be quite tiring. So I imagine he'll be fine. My prediction is that he'll be fine and that he'll start. But it's certainly something you need to consider. And to not get necessarily too uh, kind of what's the word annoyed about if he doesn't pop up on the starting lineup against Crystal Palace, there would be a good reasoning for that, and that could be why. My prediction is though he'll be fine, he will start, and I'll be putting him in my uh, preview show team. That's for sure. I think that is our last story. Oh no, it's not because we haven't done our article of the day. Just to round off, two stories for you to check out. Link in the description to my homepage, uh, my personal page on football.london where you can find all of the pieces that I am writing. And two of the last pieces that I wrote for football.london are one, about why Arsenal supporters have no sympathy for Barcelona's recent struggles and why, frankly, I could not be happier to see Barcelona uh, falling and, and fall into their demise, quite frankly, um, which I'm more than happy to enjoy. A number of reasons I go into as to why uh, I'm not fussed about Barcelona uh, falling backwards or falling into the state that they are currently in. One of them being because we're pretty similar. <laughs> We've fallen quite far, but I go to a number of others as well. So if you want to give that a read, please make sure you go and click the link in the description to my profile and it'll be on there. And the other one that was another very enjoyable uh, one to write was calling out Danny Mills for the frankly idiotic statement that it was uh, to say that Dominic Calvert-Lewin's move to Arsenal would be a sideways decision. Bearing in mind the fact that Everton last won a trophy in 1995 and since then Arsenal have won 19 honours, never finished above Arsenal in their entire period in the Premier League either. And even this season, Arsenal, despite not having any European football, are still in more competitions than Everton because they were knocked out by QPR on penalties. I think Mr Mills is probably still reeling from that nutmeg from Thierry Henry all those years ago. I go into a lot of that and more in the piece to just really highlight how silly of a statement it was. Uh, so please do go and check it out. So there you go. Um, oh, no. Uh, Ravi, you're very, very salty about the Barcelona fig. I'm sorry that I upset you. Anyway, let's move on to the final part of the show, which is, of course, getting your thoughts, your theories, your queries and questions into the chat box. So without further ado, let's do that. If you do have any questions, uh, put them in there and we'll go through as many of them as we feasibly can. Uh, Benny says, I'd take Ndidi over Basuma right now. He is more of an accomplished and established Premier League player, you would say. Is he the right style of player to play next to Partey? That's certainly something. Kanda Sokka says, is Hyung Min Son tired? Certainly a good point. Returns from his home nation of, of South Korea and playing there and, and traveling around the world and he still plays. It's a very, very good point. 
Um, Daz says, doesn't Tommy realise he's in my fantasy squad? He just needs a Red Bull. <laughs> Unashamable advertising there from Daz. Uh, Food for the Souls says, did you watch Arsenal against Barcelona Women's Champions League bashing we received? Do you see any team beating Barcelona because they play like... Uh, they don't, well, they're not playing like Barcelona men's team right now. The Barcelona women's team, as as have been, are excellent. And I mean, Arsenal's women's side have been amazing this season and I believe have won all of their games. I can't think of the game, any game they've lost. I think this might even be the first one of the season. They beat Spurs in the Cup as well. So I it's just to think that Arsenal, who are quite far looking like right now the best team in England, got battered by Barca goes to show how the difference in quality between their side and Arsenal's right now. Obviously, it will be interesting to see. It sh there should be a second leg, should there not? You assume the system's the same, um, but we'll be interesting to see. Um, we'll be interesting to see if 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 we can get one over Barcelona at our place, but they are very, very good, it's fair to say. Yes, Evs, we have talked about Newcastle, go rewind, and you can get my thoughts on that. Uh, Colin says, continuity, consistency, and confidence are the reasons why Tommy will play. I can't disagree with you. Uh, fun trick says, do you play fantasy Premier League? I do. Link is in the description for our league if you would like to join. Uh, I'm not doing particularly well this year. I think I'm in the top 150 of our league, but there is about 500 old people in there. So uh, if you want to join the league and see where you're placed, uh, then have a look. Uh, let's go to uh, Nishad, who says, maybe silly, but any chance alone for Martinelli may do him good. I know that would leave a short and attacking cover, but he would likely benefit with consistent game time, especially post-injury. Um, I think that it would depend upon who leaves in January. If you lose either one of Lacazette or Nketiah, that leaves you slightly lighter. Um, I mean, we could be in a situation where we're one injury, injury away from Martinelli being either starting or the first sub off the bench in that position. So I'm not, whilst I agree with you that I think alone would be beneficial for him personally, it might not be for the club. and We may need him to stick around and be still be here. Uh, I do see a lot of your comments relating to the unnamed Brighton player. Um, I'm not going to be discussing that because it's still yet to be confirmed and I'm not going to speculate about something so serious. Um, so until there's more information that comes out about that, I'm not going to be addressing it. So uh, you can save your questions on that for when any news on that is officially confirmed. Uh, Vincent says, indeed, he suits Arsenal perfectly, Tom. He will sit deep and allow Partey to move further forward. But that may mean that Partey ends up shooting quite a bit. <laughs> so there's, you know, swings and roundabouts is, is what I would say to, to the idea of pushing uh, pushing him further forwards. Yes, Guna, you raise a good point. Uh, Martinelli will be used in the African Cup, uh, will be used when those players like Pepe and Aubameyang go off to the African Cup of Nations. It's a very, very solid point. Dan says, could the Newcastle takeover be another dangerous stepping stone towards the pay-to-win football? I mean, arguably, it's already a pay-to-win situation. Um, and so for that, it's only going to add another one to the mix. Man City, Chelsea, Man United have all been clubs that have spent far more than they've been. They should have been able to to get to where they are. So it's for me anyway. It's, yeah, it's. We'll just see how it happens. You can't prejudge. We don't know. Burnley have just been taken over, and I mean they signed Max Cornet, and, and that was about it during the window. So 
it's not suggesting that they will all of a sudden explode and, and shoot up the league. We'll wait and see. Uh, Nikolai says, what do you think uh, about the 18-team Premier League idea? I think it's ridiculous. I think it undermines the, the achievements of those teams that push up from the Championship and from all the different levels below it and get into the Premier League. It would lessen the number of games that are in the Premier League as well, which is another ridiculous thought that at the moment the Premier League is a very testing 38-game system. If you drop it, I mean, you're losing games in the Premier League, which is never good. And those teams that are in the league that you'd have to kick out have earned their right to be there. So I think it's an absolutely ridiculous suggestion. Um, let's go down a little bit more. Uh, Russell says, when everyone has rich owners, what then? What is the next level? I know it's like that famous quote from The Incredibles of when everybody's super. <laughs> no one will be. It's pretty much like that, isn't it? If everyone has hugely rich owners then how will it change anything? That's that's what you would have to say. Yeah, little wink. Football is paid to win already. So what what changes? I don't know what changes. It's it's as simple as that, really. Um, let's scroll up a little bit more. Uh, Rafinha, says Olu, plays in the early hours of Friday from Brazil and he will play for Leeds on Saturday, less than 36 hours later, according to reports. We playing on Monday so Tomiyasu will likely start. As I say, that's my prediction. I do think he will. It was just pointing out something that was raised as a different point of view. Um, let's go for Malik, who says, I'm a Guna uh, from Saudi Arabia. Uh, the takeover is going to make Newcastle similar or not to better than Man City sooner or later. Take it like a rivalry they want to dominate. As I say, we will wait and see as to how they end up spending when these, this takeover officially goes through um i think we are going to be very close to wrapping things up there as i say there is going to be a couple of shows for you coming out chat with mo farah over on the arsenal way will be out at 4 p.m uk time so make sure you've subscribed link is in the description to the arsenal way and of course a little bit later on today on this very channel i'll be having a chat with james benj from cbs sports uh in our next episode of let's talk arsenal fans so Thank you ever so much for tuning in, guys. Really appreciate uh, all of you that have tuned in. Oh, very quickly, JDB uh, says, uh, Tom, silly, but I need to use your memory. Who would win if Arsenal's 2014-15 at their best or 2021-22 Arsenal at their best? Different managers, styles, players, only similar kits and socks. It's an interesting question. Of course, you're thinking back to the team of Santi Cazorla, Ozil, Alexis Sanchez, Olivier Giroud. You know, it's interesting. I think maybe, um, maybe the I think the 2014-15 team would probably win only because they have a more experienced coach. They've been playing together a lot longer. Um, and I think that the Arsenal team right now is still very much in project mode. So but it's a really interesting question, JDB. But I think the 2014-15 one with the players like Alexis Sanchez would probably win that game. Um, but it's a great question and certainly one worth asking. So thank you. Um, let's wrap things up there. Please do drop a like on today's video and subscribe to the channel if you are indeed new around here with those notifications turned on so you never miss a show. If you'd like to help support the channel, you can by joining up as a member and then joining our Discord server if you do choose to be an expert member or a TGT ambassador. Uh, constant conversations going on there and a great community. Our members will attest and let you know that in the chat box. Thank you so much, guys, for tuning in. See you this afternoon for the James Ben Show. But other than that, oh, that's quite nice. The James Ben Show. I bet he'd love that. <laughs> we'll see you soon, guys. Have a great day. And as always, up the arse. It's the 90 plus minute. 
all your mates around and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dip in and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your McDelivery. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.